You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, Joe. Yo, Justin. What is going on, sir? Uh, October. October's going on. Happy October. Happy Halloween month. Very excited about the uh, the episodes we have coming up. Me too, man. I I love October. This is like my favorite time of the year. Yeah, I um I agree. And just to quickly uh, talk about our plan for the month, um, if you guys haven't already heard in like the uh, ending of another uh, episode, so we're gonna do um Halloween uh month basically. We're doing uh I guess you can call it kind of like a an adult uh scary summer party. That that does not sound good at all. <laughs> we're, we're essentially recreating some nostalgia uh, of, of our um, for ourselves here on the uh, podcast, and we're going to be spending uh, each Monday night uh, talking with uh, different different guests, obviously uh, different co-hosts about a Halloween movie that's very special to them. Uh, you know, one of their, if not favorite, Halloween movies to watch around Halloween. Not Halloween the series. Halloween, you know, the the season. And um, talking about favorite candy to eat. And talking about some good old Halloween nostalgia memories. So uh, it's going to be a little more lighthearted than the men podcast, if you guys heard that recently. <laughs> it's going to be a monthly palate cleanser. So um, that's our plan. And we have, another, uh, we have a couple other pretty good things coming out uh, this month that we're excited about. We got a uh, Halloween special that we're doing that we're going to be doing on uh halloween 3 we're gonna do a commentary track on that uh that ran over really well when we did the friday 13th one so we're gonna do that again for this and then we have uh the batman podcast is finally coming out and we're gonna be doing uh our day of review of halloween ends me and justin we've had the first uh, two and we're gonna close it out so super uh excited about that and um yeah that's our month man that's what i'm that's what we're uh we're putting out there for you guys we're looking forward to it's it's a lot of content, but it's going to be a lot of good stuff too. You know, this is this is our month, this is our season, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy what we've uh, we've got in store for you. It's going to be it's going to be special. It's going to be a lot of fun. I the agree. whole thing is just a delight. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen in Gen Core. <laughs> so, uh, so we did say uh, that you know uh, we're not going to. We're not necessarily meaning the Halloween series when we say favorite Halloween movies, um, but we're starting with a Halloween movie. Yeah, we are. We sure are. Because, I mean, it works, right? That's that's kind of what it is. You're the only one that's picking that, by the way. The other guys have picked something else. So, All right, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, and what is your movie, Justin? Tell, tell the people what you picked tonight. Uh, it's going to be Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Um, for whatever reason, like this movie, I want to say four and five were on TV a lot when I was a kid. They were. Like this was one of those, um, like channel 11, eight o'clock movies that they played every year right around this time. Um, rarely ever saw like the first two just like playing on TV, but I always saw like three, four, and then uh, and then five on TV. 
Um, yeah. And this one, this one just, uh, just resonated with me as a kid. I, I want to say this might've been the first Halloween movie I saw. Nice. Uh, it's a, it's a good one to start with. You know, it's funny, like you and I last Halloween, we did a uh, Halloween special on, you know, our, uh, ranking of the Halloween films. And I picked this for number two, just, just above Halloween one. Um, cause I also like you love this movie and it was on a lot. Like it was a, and, it, and it's still on a lot. It's on AMC every year. Like, at least like once a day. Oh yeah, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, I think yeah. it's on like every every day. They, yeah, they love playing this movie. Yeah, yeah, they do this uh, whole Thorn during trilogy. October. Yeah, um, it wasn't the first one I saw. I did I did see the first two quite a bit before I saw this one. Uh, you know, it was it was actually uh, the third one that took me a long time to see. I didn't see that until like my twenties. The way I, I started kind of looking at this movie recently, and tell me like if you think this this makes sense. I, I almost feel like Halloween Four is just the big budget horror action version of Halloween 1. It's the same movie. It's just geared towards a larger audience. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. You I, know? I think it's um, like the franchise like really moving into the 80s and um, kind of exploring the horror tropes that came with like the slasher flicks of the 80s. Yeah. Um, even though those movies were all inspired by the original. Right. Now you find this movie being inspired by, essentially, it's copycats. And we see that a lot in the second one too. You know, I feel like that movie. Oh, does absolutely, that too. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the second one um, was definitely uh, a response to, I want to say, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I can't think of another movie besides maybe Trick or Treat. You know, that gets yeah. like the atmosphere of Halloween done so well like this one does um like every single shot is just perfect in my opinion and and, and i don't mean like the movie's perfect you know what i mean because it's it's not you know what i mean but um it, it's close to it you know and i think that like it's just a simple film too like it's not really like like the cerebral horror like halloween movie that like later ones became and it's not just like over the top and stupid like some of the ones after that it's um it's just you know Going back to the original formula of the first one, and like I said, the atmosphere is just so good, man. Like every single shot is just like it makes me just think of Halloween, the fall. Like it just puts me right there. Um, and the fucking movie was filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is which I think is kind well, of. Well, they funny. did the same thing for the for the original. Well, they too, did, yeah, but they, they they shot the first one in L.A., right? Yeah, it was in Pasadena, I think. Um, yeah. And, 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 but that one, like, you know, like it had a Halloween look to it. They had some leaves and stuff like that. But this one, like, I think is way more Halloween looking like with. Oh, they had so many more leaves for this one. They did. And, and they, you know, and all the pumpkins were actually squash painted, uh, different colors. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And there's like a shot, man, where like, you could tell, like, it does not look like a fucking pumpkin (laughs) of like one in the window. And every time I see it, it makes me laugh, especially knowing now that they're not fucking pumpkins. Um, and it just got like a face like hi. <laughs> it's just like oh man, you're a fucking squash. Um, but well, speaking of pumpkins, though, yeah. um, I, I do like um, this movie was the first to kind of break from formula when it came to the opening credits. Yeah, the the opening credits for this a were very different for the Halloween franchise um, at the time because it was always you know the opening credits were always just. A pumpkin, right? Whether it was the actual pumpkins that they used in the first two, or the uh, very 1980s digital pumpkin 
Yeah, and they went back to the newer Matrix ones. Pumpkin. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, they're uh, they're doing that again now. Um, but this one just felt creepier. It was just it's so it's just shots of like a farm, like a, almost like an abandoned, rundown looking farm uh, at like dusk. And right. it, there's music, but it's like real, like kind of uh, low and very subtle, sort of like tune. But what you really hear is just wind and leaves blowing around the entire time, and like creaking of like wood and like metal or whatever. You know, there's like like odd, disturbing looking scarecrows, like really shitty Halloween decorations on things, and it really sets the mood for like not just the movie, but like Halloween in general, like. These are things about the movie that really get me into it, you know, is like the atmosphere of it all, um, the look of it. And the story is pretty, you know, pretty straightforward. And well, well it's just, you know, obviously um, anyone that's a fan of the series has probably seen this multiple times. Um, but just to briefly touch upon what Halloween 4 is all about. Um, this movie came out in 1988. Um, it was directed by Dwight Littlehead. <laughs> nope, just Little. Hmm. Could have sworn he had some head in there. But I guess not. Nope, um, no head. All right, fair Dwight enough. No Sorry, Dwight. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you got returning stars, Donald Pleasant as Dr. Loomis, and a newcomer uh, at the time, obviously, uh, Daniel Harris plays Jamie Lloyd. It's 10 years after the original night, I guess you could say, right? P- part one and two. And Michael's been in an asylum this entire time. Uh, between those 10 years, Laurie uh, had a child, and that's Jamie Lloyd. Uh, she passed away, but she died. I and, think they said it was a car accident, didn't they? Um, maybe, yeah. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, probably, I, I, that sounds about right. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but but either way, like she winds up uh, being adopted by this family, uh, the Carruthers. And Rachel uh, Carruthers, the daughter, is kind of the big sister to Jamie in this movie. Uh, she's played by Ellie uh, Cornell. During a prisoner transport, Michael is taken back to... Um, Michael is going to be taken back to Smith's Grove, but he escapes and makes his way to Haddonfield on Halloween night to kill Jamie, who is his last known relative alive. Um, and of course, Dr. Loomis finds out about this and he's on the hunt for Michael as well and goes to the town to warn the sheriff and go protect Jamie. So that's essentially the plot of the movie. Well, it's the fourth movie in the series, but it's the third movie uh, in the Michael Myers storyline because we mentioned a couple times before Halloween 3 doesn't have anything to do with Michael Myers. It's just uh, an anthology film. Now, this movie, um, John Carpenter was originally involved in it, but uh, his version of it was very different than what we got here. It was a, you know, kind of a cerebral uh, movie. Did you know about like his original script idea? I did not know. I was under the impression that um, he had kind of washed his hands of the whole thing after three. No. So he did have suppo- – supposedly there was a script that he wrote or was writing or an idea at least where it was going to be uh, the people of the town were just affected by what happened in Hollywood 1 and 2. And it was not really Return of Michael Myers as much as just sort of like um, – it was supposedly more supernatural. Uh, but – you know, uh, Mustafa Arkad, who was the um, producer on all these movies, was like, that's not going to work. Because Halloween 3 wasn't successful because it didn't carry on with the formula of the first two. He wanted to go back to that. He wanted Michael Myers and a slasher movie. So basically, it, that was the point where John Carpenter and Deborah Hill just like, you know what? Fuck it. They washed their hands of it. They, they sold the rights to it. And they did whatever they wanted with it. And then we got Halloween 4, which I, I think, you know, it's a great movie. And 
maybe John Carpenter's would have been really great too. Um, but this is kind of what the franchise was supposed to be at this point. To sort of change it around, uh, you get Halloween 6, basically. At this, you know what I mean? So Right. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I would have liked to have seen that. Well, like, all right. So what are, what are the things about the movie that you love so much? Like, if this is, like, one of your favorite Halloween season or Halloween movies in general, meaning the series as well, like, what is it about this movie that just does it for you? Like, what, what makes that go to the top of the list for watching this month? Well, you know, part of it is the nostalgia factor. You know, this was a movie that was on quite a bit when I was a kid. Um, and, you know, I, I was fully in my uh, 80s slasher movie mode at that point. You know, it had to be very shortly after it was released that I first saw it. Um, I think I've probably watched it at least once a year every year since. Um it just like you said it, it feels like halloween but not just that like i it's it's a fun movie it's a really fun movie you know i'll, I'll be honest with you um i'm not a huge halloween 2 fan yeah i know i know you're not it's it's i like i i kind of feel like it's maybe a little boring honestly halloween 2 halloween 2 yeah yeah like there's some fun stuff don't get me wrong but it doesn't always hold my interest. Um, yeah. This movie does. No matter how many times I've seen it, I will sit there and watch every second of it. I don't want to say it feels... I guess it does feel more like the first one than the second one did. Um, it Because it goes kind of back to that formula. Yeah, it does. Um, you can tell this was not just like a paycheck movie for Donald Pleasance. He seems like he's actually having a really good time with this one. Yeah, yeah. He's, his character has quite a, like you know quite an arc at this point and like it's developed very really well so you get a very different dr Loomis than you did in the first two you know especially after everything he went through at the end of the second one he's just like in full scenery chewing mode <laughs> yeah. um which which he does even more in part five Daniel Harris does a fantastic job like as a child actor she she was so good. Yeah, we talked about how, like, kid actors kind of make or break horror movies. Like, recently, I think, we were talking about uh, The Black Phone. And, yeah. yeah, so, like, you know, she's, like, the lead character. So, you know, her being, like, as good as she is helps the movie tremendously, obviously. She's very likable. You feel bad for her, like, a lot, you know. Um, I always, like, feel sorry for her. You know, you're supposed to. Um, she does a good job of, like, bringing that all to the to the movie and um, and the scenes that she's in. Yeah, I, I, um, she's definitely a great, like, um, she's a great lead. She is. She really yeah. is. Um, and it, it was an interesting choice, I thought, um, making the the new the new lead of the movie such a young girl. Yeah, exactly. You know, because before we had teenage babysitters being played by women in their twenties, but now we have this what ten year old girl who's in real danger of being violently murdered by michael myers yeah um and uh you felt it oh she's constantly terrified felt the danger (laughs) she's constantly screaming yeah she is she is yeah screaming crying all the good stuff yeah um but yeah it was good and i like rachel too i like rachel as a character Um, yeah rachel's also very like likable i feel like all the characters in the movie are very likable kind of relatable 
their problems, the things they're upset about, the way they're talking aren't out of the realm of what like a teenager would talk like and talk about. You know what I mean? I, I felt like there it was a little bit more grounded with those characters and like the choices and the actors. Well, I mean, like they're like a little bit older than they probably should be. Like, but that's always the case, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, we don't we don't always get that in these movies, right? No, we get Paul Rudd sometimes. We get Paul Rudd sometimes. <laughs> Paul Steven run actually. It's like Paul Steven run. Yeah, introducing. <laughs> but no, you're right. Uh, all the characters in this are um, relatively realistic. Um, I like the, the the their portrayal of Michael in this movie too. Yeah. Um, uh, see, because he, he, <laughs> he looks kind oh, of ahead. dumb. He looks dumb. You talking about the mask? Everything. Well, he's got like hockey pads in, in his suit. You know. Oh my God, you're right. I forgot about that, and you can tell too. Yeah, well, George Wilbur you plays him, and he's like a little bit smaller um, than some of the, like the other guys that played him later on. So they bulked him up like that, and there's a lot of times where it looks kind of silly. Like he looks like he has like giant shoulder pads on, and the it, mat- it looks like he looks like his shoulders are like hunched up. Yeah. most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you know who actually um, was the first stunt guy that was hired to play him in this movie that got fired? Who? Tom Morga. You're kidding. Yeah. So Jason? Tom, yeah, Tom Morga. Well, he, Tom Morga played uh, Jason in... Uh, actually, well, he really didn't play Jason, I guess, right? He played um, He played him in Friday 13th Part 5. Yeah. yeah. Although, Roy? actually, no, technically, he, he played the Dream version, right? So I guess He played Dream Jason, yeah. Yeah, so I guess yeah. yeah but Tom Morga. We met Tom Morga, you and I, like briefly. We did, yeah. yeah. We did, yeah. But he was originally um, playing... Michael, and then he got fired. I forget there was like an issue um, with, with, with something, and he, he got he got let go. And they got George Wilbur in here, and uh, listen, I think he's good. I, I I think he does a good job. I just think like his look is like real dollar store, like literally like that because he gets the mask from like the fake Ace Hardware store, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably the mask that they made that from like the first movie, like the shitty one, you know, like the smock, <laughs> like, the smock version. Like I am Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of the mask in this. Um, it's it's not as bad as part five. It, it feels too clean, right? Oh, it's very well. It yeah, it's very clean. But obviously, it's supposed to be right because he pulls it from the hardware store like midway through the movie. He he was he was in an asylum for ten years, right? Right. And he's still bandaged from the burns from ten years ago. That never seemed weird to you? I never really thought about it. The time discrepancy is kind of odd, right? Because, like, if you also think about it, so, you know, uh, Laurie Strode had a baby 10 years ago. This girl's, like, 10 years old now. So she had it, like, as a, like immediately after Halloween, too? Like, as a teenager in high school? I mean, I guess it's not, like, like super... Maybe, maybe she's supposed to be younger. Maybe Jamie's supposed to be closer to, like, 8 or 9. Okay, sure. Well, well she's already but been still... there for a year. Because they said in the movie, uh, I believe she says she's been there for 11 months or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does. She does say it's been 11 months. Yeah. So, like, it just feels like everything was very, like, some things were very rushed in that 10-year time period. And then some things were, were very not. <laughs> like, Michael is still recovering from the same fucking burns that Loomis had. <laughs> and Loomis still has that fried egg on his face. Dude, doesn't that distract the shit out of you? It does. And it changes. They did change yeah. it because they realized it looked like a fried egg. 
And but they change it in the middle of the movie, so it looks even yeah. more ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean it's I don't it like yes, that is distracting. Not as distracting as that one shot where Michael's wearing a pink mask. Yeah, so that was it, it, it's like a lighter uh, color with a white. He has uh, blonde hair in it. Yeah, and it's in one. Yeah, it's right. I I always noticed that, and I thought it was weird because it's in the school scene where she, she's being chased around the school, and uh, right. it's one quick shot. That was original. That was the original mask, and they decided that it just didn't work. It didn't look good. They went to like, all right, let's just go back to the original like coloring uh, with the brown hair and stuff like that. So they reshot everything up to that point with this new mask and then carried on but that shot got like it just got forgotten yeah it just it just it kind of snuck in there and that yeah and it's just part of the movie now yeah (laughs) it's 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 stupid but it is what it is you know what i find funny about that but he's like charming things about the movie in my opinion you know oh yeah absolutely you know one of the funny things though like if you look at the poster like the original theatrical poster for halloween 4 they use the original mask from the first movie yeah it's not this one. So it's like they knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you did. <laughs> you know what you did. Go sit in the fucking corner. Mustafa. Like like a lot of Michael is kind of bandaged up, you know, like uh, especially like when he goes to the gas station and then he, you know, kills the fucking attendant and stuff like that. Like I, I, I love that scene, by the way. It's so over the top. Oh, yeah. It's gas so... station fucking explodes. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Well, that's how the phones go out, too. But, like, it's just, right. like, when the, when the mechanic comes out and, like, you see him in, like, you know, torn up hospital gown with bandages all over the place. It's a very different look for the character, obviously, right? Um, and it was cool. And it was cool. It he looks just, great. Yeah, he just, like, fucking pikes him with the, uh, with that, whatever the hell that thing is. Um, I guess, like, a giant, like, uh, jack for, like, a hydraulic jack. And, yeah. uh, and then he gets, obviously, his, you know, he's got to go find a mechanic outfit. Yeah, I mean, what else you do? You got to get your coveralls, right, and the mask. But you know what? I thought it was even cooler to look though was when he had the coveralls on with the bandages on on his face. When Loomis sees him, awesome. Yeah, I think he looks cool. Yeah, and and they and they're talking, you know, uh, like briefly. um, Well, (laughs) Loomis is talking, obviously. I was gonna say Loomis is talking at him. (laughs) (laughs) But this is like this is like you know the beginning of Crazy Loomis. You know, like he's just like a broken man. You know, hunting down this thing, you know, that that just he knows like how dangerous he is and no one else gets it but him. Right. So like, right. He's just obsessed with it. And uh, he plays it so well, like he did in the first one, but he played it straight. You know what I mean? Because he was younger. There wasn't a lot going on yet. You know, like he had been locked up for you know most of his life at that point. So it wasn't hard. You know, he, he had one murder. and That was it. He wasn't harming anybody else. He got out, right? So now, not only did he get out, he killed fucking tons and tons of people. Huge, like, you know, f- fight at the end with the two of them. This is kind of how he would be, right? Like, this it, this character makes a lot of sense to me. I don't really think it's over the top in a bad way. I think it it's perfect for the movie. Yeah, he, he really gave his all to this role um, every time he did it. Like, even, even in Curse of Michael Myers, when he's, like, I mean, he was basically at death's door at that point yeah because he passed away right after they finished yeah I know. and even in that like he was probably the best part of the movie wait a minute let me tell you my favorite donald pleasant scene in this movie tell me the scene where he gets in the truck <laughs> i the fucking old knew it drunk i knew it i knew you were gonna say that 
<laughs> my absolute fa- it might be my favorite scene in the movie period it's such a comedic break from everything just, it's it's fucking hysterical yeah it's well needed like it's a well needed comedic break um from the, <laughs> from the movie that's it pretty is. serious otherwise yeah oh you're a pilgrim <laughs> And then, he, and then, and then the priest offers him the flask and this just a smile right, on yeah, right. his face when he drinks. <laughs> yep, I, I was I was thinking that exact same part because that like it's such like a like an innocent, funny sort of look on his face, like like a child. It, yeah, right? exactly. Right, like, whole, like he doesn't even know what to say to the priest because he's just rambling on about crazy shit, and then he just he reacts with just his face the whole time. That could just be a movie, just Loomis hitchhiking, you know. Um, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he died in Halloween too, and this is just like his way to get to heaven or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hitchhiking to heaven. Hitchhiking to heaven. You know, you know what's funny? With Dr. Sam Lewis. Do you always think of, when you watch the new Halloween, right, the 2018 one, don't you think about mm-hmm. this movie a lot when you see that movie? Like the gas station scene? The, the I do. The ambulance, yes. like the, you know, the escape from the ambulance scene, like all this shit. They were supposedly filming a scene, or they wanted to film a scene. Like basically, the opening was the opening was supposed to be like a hospital wall, and then a hospital wall, and then it explodes, and then you see Loomis like come flying out of that like explosion, sort of like tying Halloween two to this movie, showing that he survived. That does sound familiar? Yeah, you. The, the writer talked about this, and um, the line that they had when Michael's corpse was on fire, like laying there, and like all the medics come to like put him out. He yells like, "No, let him burn!" And like they put him out anyway, and they use that for Halloween kills. For Halloween, well, the, the, the new movies seem to like be pulling from everything. You know, there's a little bit of every other movie sprinkled into the uh, to the new Blumhouse movies. Yeah, all oh, there is. Yeah, they 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 like cherry picked some like good scenes. They they like the bathroom thing from part five. You know, or right. or six. I think it was part six. Seven. Oh, right. That's right. Seven. It was H2O. Yeah. Now, this movie kind of, you know, continues, like we said, continues the Michael Myers, you know, um, arc, I guess. Like, the the first one until they retcon it in, in part seven, and then this movie doesn't count anymore. But right. I love four and five. I think five is, and five is not as good, but it's still good, and it ties very closely to this movie. Um, and six is, six is just terrible. You know? Six is bad. Yeah. Six is bad. There's very little redeeming value yeah. in that movie. And again, that's kind of what you get when you just try to really, you know, you know, off the um the track of what these movies are, right? Like it happens in Friday thirteenth too. Like when they try to make it like a non slasher movie, you get Jason Goes to Hell, you know? Um, which again, it's not a bad movie. It's just not really Friday thirteenth, I feel, you know. Obviously no, Halloween right. three isn't really like Halloween. Because has nothing to do with Michael Myers, not a slasher movie, um, you know. So, but it's also again though not a bad movie. No, it's not. It's not a bad movie. I feel like if you if you have if you're if you're making a, a slasher series, like it's just it's what people <laughs> rely on, right? Like you come to see that, and you come to see it 10, 12, 13 times, however many they make, right? Because it's just you know what you're getting. You know, it's the um, stability, I guess you could say, of having like. Of knowing you're walking into the movie that you kind of want to see, right? So yeah, you want you, you, consistency, right? You want consistency within your franchise. Well, I love John. Car- I, oh yeah, no, hundred percent. 
And I love John Carpenter, you know what I mean? And I would have loved to have seen what that movie would, would have been. But I'm glad we got this instead, you know what I mean? Because this is kind of what it was going to become. Now, don't get me wrong. I am always, in, I've talked to you about this before, in the camp of Halloween 1 should have been the only one. That's it. But that's not what happened, right? So now we're like, we're, we're in this. <laughs> so Because I think the mistake they made was making Halloween 2 a direct sequel to Halloween 1. Had Halloween 2 been Halloween 3... If Halloween 2 was Season of the Witch, I don't think it would have been an issue. I mean, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. It's weird how this all happened, right? Because like we got Halloween 1 and then we got all these clones that made the tropes stronger. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't know. Like, Halloween 1 is, like, highbrow, you know? Like, it's not, it's not like, Friday 13th or whatever. Like, it, it's not that kind of slasher movie. But the clones no, became No, I mean, that it, way. it is, but it's more suspense. Yeah. It's more suspense space than anything. The clones became the more typical, you know, slash movie with all the tropes that you get. And then Halloween 2 goes and becomes that. Right. So it's, it's odd, like, how it influenced its own genre and then became what the genre evolved into in a, in a course of a couple of years. Yeah, it didn't take long at all. No, because Halloween 2 came out in, what, 81, right, I think? Yeah. 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 Halloween candy. Give it, give it to me. Um, I'll give you my current favorite. That's what I'm Halloween saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My current favorite Halloween candy is the pumpkin pie Kit Kats. You like those? I am obsessed with those, dude. <laughs> Absolutely obsessed with them. I, um, I I will eat an entire bag right now. They are they are pretty good. Have you had the witch's brew? No, what's that? It's like I don't know. I think it's more like a um, marshmallow. I guess it's like marshmallow, but they're green or something like that. They they come out around the same time. Oh, oh, I know the ones you're talking about. I don't remember if I've had those. They're pretty good. But I, I know I've seen them. I I, I got uh, I'm rocking a, a new one right now myself. I always like to see what's coming out, like Halloween candy, because like I love buying tons of Halloween candy. You know this about me. Oh, um, I'm well aware. Yeah, we would have big bowls at my house of this stuff, and everybody would come over and just pick on it all the time, uh, all month. So I like always look up to see like what's coming out, what's new, what looks good to me, and I'll like you know go try and find it. Um, but there's like, it's not really. Um, I'm not really seeing a lot of stuff in the last couple of years. Like nothing like big, you know. Like one or two things will come out that look kind of cool, but other than that, it's like whatever. But I saw these uh, Snickers bars. They're like ghoulish <laughs> color, so they're like green nougat instead. Um, oh. It's just stupid. Like it doesn't it doesn't have a different flavor or anything like that. Um, it's just like you know aesthetic of it or whatever um so i i got i got a bag of those and i'm just like all right you know this is just like <laughs> this makes me happy <laughs> all right we'll do this <laughs> yeah. i have seen um now that i think about it i've seen the uh the reese's peanut butter cups that are um oh green the frankenstein ones yeah those are good i i, yeah. I, had, I had them a couple times like the last two halloweens or whatever i like them yeah, um, I've had I've had those. They're good. Yeah, They're good. I, I love Reese's. So all well, about it. I do too. Um, yeah, I mean it's such a classic Halloween candy too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Now, because this is something that I really want to talk to everybody about, give me a uh, one of your nostalgic Halloween memories. What do you? What, 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 what is something that you think about a lot that makes you happy from Halloween? Hmm. Um. So when I, God, I can't remember how old I was. I was young. 
maybe seven. I really wanted to be Freddy for Halloween. Okay. And we're going back to like probably around the time part four came out. So yeah, I would have been I would have been seven because I was eighty eight. Everybody loved Freddy. I was uh, like Freddy was in his heyday at this point, right? Part, yeah. part four was the highest grossing up to that point. It yeah. was the most successful movie up to that point. Um, this was a big year, like eighty eight, because we got um, Halloween four. We got Michael Myers back. Freddy four, right? Nightmare on Street four, and then we got. Um, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three, all three major franchises. Oh, also Child's Play and Child's Play, right? And fucking Hellraiser. I think the second one came and out. And Hellraiser, yeah, Hellraiser Two. I want to say came out. Yeah, maybe? yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the uh, yeah two Bloodlines or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, so it was it was that year. I really wanted to be Freddy for Halloween, and then, like so, I had already had, um, just I just owned a red and not green. A red and like navy blue striped sweater. Not be- not because it it, it kind of looked like Freddie's sweater, just because I don't know it was the eighties and that's what you put kids in. Right. So I, <laughs> right. I had that sweater. I really wanted the mask, the glove, and the hat. So my mom got me. My mom actually got me the glove, and I had a hat. You get one of those like the, there the, were... the plastic one from like fucking Savons. <laughs> Might have been. Yeah. It might have been. I had one of those as a kid too. Um, but there were no masks. Right. It was. It was either there was no mask. Well, I I know I didn't have a mask, but it was either I didn't have one, or maybe it was too expensive. But I didn't have the mask, so I'll never forget. So that year, I went out as Freddy pre-burn. Yeah, dressed up as a child killer. Yeah, yeah. That's essentially what you went as. <laughs> and I, I even had the talking Freddy doll too. Oh remember yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. They were fucking weird looking. Yeah, but I remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I have a, I have a, you know, a, a, a lot of them. Obviously, I'm sure you do too. But the one I'm kind of thinking about, uh, the one I was thinking about recently to talk to you about was so. It's probably around the same time. Um, it's probably about like eight or nine, and I wanted to go as Spider Man. And, you know, like, back then, the superhero costumes were, like, garbage. It was just, like, you know, a plastic mask with a little string that would break within, like, a couple hours. And a smock. You and know that I mean? plastic smock. Right. Yeah. That had a character, like, on there. <laughs> like, like Batman. And it said Spider-Man. Right. Like, Batman runs around with a picture of himself on his chest saying, I'm the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was, like, you know, those are the costumes, you know. Um, which you see in this movie, by the way. Like, this movie pretty much has oh, yeah. those. Yeah, with the meanest fucking bullies in the planet, might I add, who literally... Oh my god, those kids tease, are fucking awful. Tease Jamie about her mom being dead? Like, oh, did your mom make the costume for you? Oh no, she can't, because she's dead. I'm like, these kids are fucking eight. <laughs> Jamie's mommy's a mummy! <laughs> these kids are going to turn out to be the next Michael Myers. A fucking oh psychotic. Oh my god. Anyway, um, I remember finding a, a Spider-Man costume that was, like, legit, right? Now, you know, like... A costume you kind of find nowadays, like where they actually like, you know, on Amazon, something that actually like looks like a Spider-Man costume. It was like a one-piece sort of like jumpsuit that zipped up in the back, which was rare, you know, like you didn't see anything like that. And I had a mask to pull over. So I was like, this is the legit Spider-Man costume. I'm obviously like, you know, nine-year-old, eight-year-old me thinks that, right? I'm if you see right. it now, it's probably kind of garbage, but definitely better than the other things that were out there, 100%. So I was so excited about this costume, like so excited. So... Um, I got it home, um, tried it on, 
the masks freaked me out. I couldn't breathe. There was like no like like real like mouth hole or, or like like any like, oh, like no. breathability. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, I was like freaking out. I couldn't really wear it. So I told my mom, I'm like, I, I can't wear the mask. And she's like, all right, well, she's like, maybe you could just like paint your face or something like that instead. So I go in the bathroom and I try to paint my face like Spider-Man with red paint everywhere and like black lines but like i'm drawing the black lines on my fucking fingers that are like thicker than a like a line right so i just look like a fucking disaster i look like someone that's like in a a fucking satanic cult like i come in the bathroom like i don't know what the fuck i did and she's like what the hell happened so i'm i'm a mess and so she wipes it all off my face she's like yeah this is just fucking this too much like you can't paint your face like that she's like i didn't mean like that you know, I was like, well, what, what am I supposed to do? I want to look like Spider-Man. So she does it for me. And what does she do? do? Well, she draws a little fucking red spider on my face and then writes, I'm Spider-Man on the side of my other face. So I basically went out with the goddamn smile <laughs> on, my, on my face. <laughs> so upset, you know. Oh, I was just like, this is great. not what I wanted to look like. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hysterical. I gotta find a picture. I think I have one somewhere. Um, oh, please! Like in that please. phase, you know what I mean the the the, the final phase of the costume. <laughs> oh my god! Because that's the if you find that picture, that's what I'm posting on Instagram. Yeah, I, I I'm fine with that. <laughs> I gotta see if I can find it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I would pay money to see that. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. It's pretty pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but funny nonetheless. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. That that's our Halloween podcast for for this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we got plenty more coming up uh, with all your favorite uh, co-hosts <laughs> uh, for the rest of the month. And obviously, you know, me and you are going to be back uh, quite a bit this month for other things, like the Batman one that we already did, but whatever. Um, and uh, our Halloween ends review and our commentary, which I'm really really excited about because I had a fucking blast last time. Yeah, me too. And it I, did I well. Cannot wait for that. That podcast still gets listened to quite a bit. I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, for for everything this month. I hope you are too. Hope you guys listening are. Um, and you know we hope you. Uh, this is only the beginning of October, right? So we hope uh, we hope you guys enjoy the uh, the whole month and the, and the season of Halloween, and uh, we hope we can help you guys get into that uh, a little bit more. So um, with that said, uh, Justin, always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the rest Joe, of the month. Always. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to try to find go a out, you know, <laughs> buy some candy, get some pumpkin beer, throw on AMC, and just have a blast. If you throw month, on AMC, you're going to see God Halloween God. 4 or 5. But that's just going to happen every no, single day. Yeah. Without Fucking Fear doubt. Fest. It's just, it's just a couple of Halloween movies. Um, but yeah, so uh, if I can find that picture, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and uh, that's incentive for you guys to check out the Somets, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on. Well, shit, I'm not going to say it. We hope we can bring some Halloween spirit to you guys this whole month. Uh, so uh, that's about it for me. Yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> All right. Fucking good night. Good night, everybody. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. <laughs> In the month sick. of October, God forbid you're a young kid who wanted to shave his pubes. It wasn't happening. You're going in dry. Son. Or or egg his pubes. You know, you could do that either. Like a, nor- like a normal kid. Put a simple egg up your asshole. No can do in the month of October. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. 
We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do. Oh, you're still on the phone. Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. 